Hello and welcome to A Mighty Practice, a podcast about how to identify and overcome your creative roadblocks. I'm your host, artist and coach, Christine Garvey. In each episode, I'll share challenges I've encountered in my own creative practice over the last 15 years and techniques I've developed to work through them. If you're feeling blocked, frustrated, or overwhelmed in your creative work and you don't know where to go, you are not alone, my friends, and you're in the right place. Hey, artists. Happy Friday. Christine here. In for a spring Friday fun A Mighty Practice episode. Hope you're doing well. What's going on over here? Um, we just did an adorable Easter bunny hunt with my kiddo this weekend. Hilarious. Watching your kid go through your yard looking for candy. They they are beside themselves. They're like, what? It, is this forever now? Is there always going to be candy in the yard? It was super cute. He was very confused. Loved every minute of it. That's going on. I just finished a body of work. Got it photographed. That felt so good. I felt like I got the closure around that body of work that I needed. That's a question for you, right? When you're working on something, what is the thing you need to do to experience closure? To be like, okay, the work is done. I finished the series. I can take a beat. I can take a rest. What is that for me? It's getting things photographed. I feel like it's out of my hands. The Band-Aid has been ripped off and I can move on. So that feels really good. What else? Had my mom in town. She came in the studio. Every time she sees my work, she's like, why can't you paint some circles or some squares? Everything is so dark, Christine. What's with your psyche? She's a good New York girl. She never understands my art. So I'm just like, mom, it's it's because it's just, that's just what I make. I'm a dark woman. Um, so shout out if you ever feel like you have to explain to your parents, um, why you make art about vaginas and teeth it's always a tough one over here yeah that's what's going on so all good things fun thing for anybody who came to our free workshop a few weeks ago so great that was awesome talking about our creative archetypes and you got an email from me about something that I'm only offering to all of my free workshop attendees I'm not going to say it here because it's top secret it's just for the people who were in that workshop but you know what it is I want to hear from you today what do you think and if you're wondering what that that thing is our next free workshop you got to sign up and you'll find out super top secret special offer that I'm only giving to those people okay So that's what's going on today. We're going to talk about a subject that is so, it's so interesting. It's coming up a lot with everybody I'm talking to and I'm so curious why. And I kind of, I did some, some research around this subject and I'm going to share it with you today. The idea of time is running out. Wow. What a, a strong feeling. And I think it's really relatable. I bet you a lot of people you're listening, like that's something that you can relate to. And maybe that dialogue around what time is running out around and why you're feeling that way is different. I've noticed that with parents that I'm working with when in watching their kids grow up and being like, holy shit, my kids are growing up fast. Like that must mean I'm getting old too. I got to like do something about this. I got to do the work I want to do. Or maybe it's, you know, like experiencing some type of loss 
or kind of wake up call around life from like a health related thing. Or it could be just, you know, good old midlife crisis. We love those over here too, fully allowed. So lots of reasons why that feeling of time is running out can come up or be brought on. But what's important is we're going to look at some of the feelings behind that uh, statement, time is running out, and think about what to do with them, right? Like what can we, how can we face that kind of concept, that feeling of time is running out? How can we look at some of the things happening there and how can we feel empowered to make a shift or make a change versus kind of, you know, sit with all the shame we have around that and, and not really know what to do with it. So. I want to look at first, when we have that feeling, what are some of the emotions that are operating behind that, behind that feeling? So if we say time is running out, definitely a piece of it is fear, right? We're scared. Time is, is getting away from us. Maybe we didn't make the things, prioritize the things that we necessarily thought we would be prioritizing at the age that we're at when, you know, maybe, or accomplish the things that we wanted to accomplish or be exactly where we thought we were going to be or have our creative work in the center of our life. Like maybe that's really what we were hoping for. And we have a lot of fear of not getting to do the work we want. And maybe some of our fears around, I'm too old. I don't have the right skills. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Uh, I don't have, I'm going to disappoint myself. Maybe fear of imposter syndrome while it's like, well, it's too late now, right? If if I was really going to do this thing, well, I would have done it when I was 25. So, you know, who am I kidding for giving this this thing a shot of, of making art more central in my life, art making and being an artist. So maybe there's like the fear around that. But the other side of this that's really interesting behind this this feeling is the urgency when we're saying time is running out there's an urgency there there's a like help like i i need to do this thing i want to do this thing it's important to me it's valuable to me like i know that like there's some a really really strong and powerful emotion there that's positive that's the positive thing urgency is a driver it's an indicator of value it's a good thing right and when we have the feeling time is running out, it's urgency. I got to do this thing. It's important. But there's also the fear. And the fear part is so strong that it's the main thing we hear. It's the thing, the fear is all the ways you will disappoint yourself if you try to do the thing you want to do. The fear is the high bar, is the high expectations. It's the negative self-talk, all that stuff that prevents you from listening to the urgency, right? And letting the urgency being the driving force, being the thing that moves you versus urgency as like a crippling force, as a raiser of the stakes, as a pressure cooker, right? That's not what we want the urgency to be. We want it to be something that's like positive, that's moving you forward, that's making you, helping you make decisions, helping you take action, helping you know what you value. That's the passion and all that good stuff. So what we need to do is we need to take that urgency and we need to take out the fear. Because when we do that, we get the motivation, we get the excitement, we get the movement, we get all the good stuff behind that feeling versus the shitty stuff. Okay, I'm not saying like, don't feel your feelings, right? I'm just saying like, look for the positive. When you are having that feeling, time is running out, you are saying to yourself, wow, I know what's important to me. This is important to me. 
I'm excited about this. I'm motivated about this. I want to make this more central to my life. I want to make my creative work. I want to change my job. I want to whatever, fill in the blank, right? The urgency is the good thing. So we got to listen to that. I had this um, artist in my free workshop last month so generously shared about her work and her practice. Thank you so much for, for doing that. It's really hard to kind of put yourself out there and talk about some of the things you have going on, but everybody can relate and everybody benefits. So it's really um, beautiful when artists do that so generously. And she was talking about this feeling of time is running out. And I hear it a lot. And she was saying that the way she feels that is around, um, she is looking to put basically a retrospective of her work together for many, many years. It's an ambitious exhibition of her work. And she is feeling a serious roadblock because it's something that's really important to her, but she feels the pressure of time. She wants to honor the work. She wants to do something great. She wants to make it something that, you know, both is serves the work and serves herself, but she, time is running out. So the stakes are feeling really high, right? She's, it's very high and the likelihood of her disappointing herself are much higher. And when the stakes feel really high, we are scared and then it makes it harder to make decisions, right? harder to trust yourself. If you raise the stakes, if you say, holy shit, if I don't do this perfect, if I don't do this exactly right, if I don't find the optimal version of this exhibition and it isn't like, holy shit, amazing, then I'm not going to do it at all. Then what is the point? Then I will have been a disappointment. All of that. It's going to be really, really hard to make decisions. It's going to be really hard to trust your gut. So here is the trick. We need to keep the urgency, the motivation, the excitement, but we need to minus the fear. We need to minus the high stakes. We need to both keep the stakes really, really low so we can make decisions, but keep the fire and the motivation, which is the urgency. Okay, how the fuck do we do that? That sounds really fucking hard, Christine. How can you possibly do that? Here's the good news. You've already done this before. You have already had a time in your life where you have done this, where you have listened to the urgency and you have removed the high expectations. Yeah? Think about this. Can you think of a time in your life where the urgency was a productive thing, where something lit a little fire under your butt and you were able to move past your fears and just do the thing that you wanted to do? Just get out of your own way and do the thing that you wanted to do. Follow the urgency. I'm going to give you some examples and this will help like jog your memory because you've definitely done this before. Uh, when people lose their jobs, that's a big time that this happens because all of a sudden they have to take action. They have to get out of their own way. They got to move in the direction of the thing that's important to them, right? They have to get over their own fears because they have to, you know, provide and pay their bills and figure some stuff out. So they're, they are more confident, you know, they're more willing to take chances and put themselves out there and get out of their own heads to take action. So that can be a time when this happened. Um, on the positive side of the emotional spectrum, falling in love. Have you ever had that feeling where you, you know, fall in love and you're like, wow, anything is possible. And when people fall in love, they are, they move, 
they take big chances, right? Because the urgency is so strong and the fear is minimized and and the stakes feel like they've been, uh, it's a different kind of stakes, right? Because you're, you're willing to like take a risk because you're, you're listening to your gut and your gut's really, really strong and you're getting things out of your own way. Uh, maybe for better or worse, right? There's <laughs> Sometimes it's not always a good thing, but you know what I'm saying. Another, another time could be, um, you know, when you experience a loss and you're like, wow, life is short. I got to like, I got to take advantage of these things. I want to, I want to, I want to do this thing. Like something really clicks and you have that clarity and you're able to move forward. So I want you to try to reflect right now about a time in your life where you did that, where the urgency was a productive thing, where it lit a little fire under your butt and you were able to move past your fears and do what you wanted to do, right? And keep the stakes low so that you could do the thing you wanted to do. What was happening in that experience? A lot of it is like the fear is kind of melting, melting away, right? You're saying, fuck it, this is important, but it's also not the end of the world. If this doesn't go exactly how I expected, it's not the end of the world, right? You'll, you'll move on. And we need to, this is the key here, is you need to hold both of those things in your hands at the same time, right? You need to hold the, this is important, I want to honor this. This is what I value. This is what I want to be central to my life, right? This is the thing I want to move towards. But on the other side, if it doesn't end up exactly the way I wanted, if I don't create the most amazing exhibition, the most beautiful album, the most whatever fuckity fuck, right? That's okay too. The stakes are low. It doesn't mean that I failed, right? If I didn't, if things didn't end up exactly as I wanted. It's not one or the other, it's both at the same time. It's the importance, the urgency, but the low stakes at the same time, okay? So I want you to think about that past experience that you had where you were able to create that balance, where you were able to hold those two things in your hands at the same time. And I want you to think about the actions that you took, what helped you keep the stakes low but also follow the feeling of urgency and excitement and let that lead you where you needed to go. Can you recreate that feeling? Try to follow that. It's the process that counts. It's the trying that counts and listening to your intuition around those things, okay? So questions to take with you. What do you feel like time is running out around? Time is running out around what? Around your art career, around making the work you want to make, around finishing the album you want to finish, having the show. Where do you feel like time is running out around? And what's the fear behind that urgency? What is preventing you from taking a leap? Okay. Can you kind of name that out a little bit? And can you lower the stakes on that fear? What would it mean to lower the stakes? Make it feel less risky. Make it feel like there is, you're not worried about disappointing yourself. You're able to just take action and be okay with whatever happens. How can you lower the stakes so you allow yourself to move forward? And then think about a past experience that was kind of like a aha wake up call moment. 
where the urgency was a productive thing and the fear was really minimal and you felt empowered to take action? Can you examine what was going on in that situation and can you channel that energy? Bring that back, trust yourself and use that to help you move forward and come, you know, push past this feeling of time is running out right? And do some, do the things that you want to do. So holding both things at the same time, the importance and the urgency, but the low stakes, the forgiveness, the flexibility, the like work in progress kind of attitude, which we all need. That is how we do the things that we want to do is holding those two things at the same time. So think about that complicated feeling, um, and keep working on it. And if you want some help working on it, you know where to find me y'all come to our school wide coaching calls. Next one's coming up on April 16th, this weekend. Woohoo! That's it, guys. Have a great rest of your week, and I look forward to seeing you on our next call. Bye! If you want to dig deeper into some of the ideas we talked about here today, you have to come check out my new school for artists at amightypractice.com. We offer classes and coaching to give artists of all levels what they need to get started and stay motivated in their creative work. Find out more by going to amightypractice.com or stay in touch with what we're doing by signing up for our bi-weekly newsletter. Thanks, y'all.